What have been the times when you have grown the most? When you've learned the most? It's surprising for us when we stop to think about it. Because it wasn't the times of astounding success that have most shaped us. It's been the times when we've failed or struggled, or when we've faced great obstacles. You see, when that happens, we're forced to trust God. We're pushed out of our patterns of comfort and we're forced to adapt or we're made to persevere. One of the writers of the old Soviet Union, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, was sentenced to prison after a personal letter of his was intercepted in which he criticized Stalin. It was to punish him. And here Solzhenitsyn thought it would be the end of his life, or certainly the end of his writing career. He had been writing about the oppressive regime that held its people in the people in its iron grip. You see, he cursed the day he went into prison. But during this time in prison, God brought him to faith. He repented of the things he had done when he was in the army. He was healed of advanced cancer. The horrors of prison and exile had actually been the making of his life. When he emerged from the prison he had cursed, he said, Bless you, prison. Bless you for being in my life. For there, lying upon the rotting straw of prison, I came to realize that the object of life is not prosperity as we're made to believe, but the maturity of the human soul. This is beautiful. It's here in prison where Solzhenitsyn met the Lord. His worst time became the making of him as a writer who would have such an immense impact on the world. You see, it was there in the most unlikely place God met him and gave him a hope and a future. It's where his calling came into even greater focus and he had a vision for how he would serve going forward. Do you know Jesus also faced testing? Actually, the Gospels tell us that Jesus was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness for a time of testing. There, Satan tried to deter Jesus from his mission of salvation. Satan offered Jesus a way out of the difficulties of his life, and even an escape from the horrors of the cross. But each time, Jesus clung to the word of God, and he rested in God's way, in God's purpose for him. Here's what we're told about Jesus. Hebrews 5, verse 8 to 9. Son, though he was... He learned obedience from what he suffered, and once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Yes, this is how Jesus learned obedience. Jesus also needed time to grow and to prepare to fulfill his calling. And that time of temptation prepared him to face the challenge of going to the cross. As we think about our young people today, and how God is calling them, we need to see that they need to do hard things and to learn through them. We're tempted to make their paths as easy as possible, fearing that challenges will hurt them. But there is growth that can only come through difficulty. It is like that for athletes. The muscle strain builds muscle mass. By pushing themselves to go the distance and then go beyond, Stamina and strength increase. The same is true for our young people. By trusting God with little things, 
They come to trust him with greater things. They take the next step and they trust him even more. This is why we want to ask our young people to step out and serve now. And as they grow to encourage them to move forward and do what God puts in front of them. Again, here their calling is confirmed and God develops them for the future. Over the years, I've been able to work with, with interns who at first knew so little about ministry. That's all of us, how all of us begin. They had so much to learn. But now many of them serve in ministry in various places across the country. But they got there one challenge at a time. This is why we give our young people opportunities to lead now. We can't wait until they're fully formed because their service now is part of their formation. And as we talk about this, this is also how we should pray. We should pray as Jesus did for workers for the harvest field, because the fields are white for harvest. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I look forward to see how our young people will serve in the years ahead. Sometimes I look at them individually and try and imagine where God will lead them and how God will work through them. And it gives me such joy to know God is at work in their lives. So let's pray together. Faithful and loving Father, your love reaches to the heavens. Thank you for your sovereign care and that today you're preparing young leaders for the coming generation. We pray for Granada and those who will lead and serve your church in the years ahead. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.